Lisa Fox here. Thanks so much for listening. This is the iHeart SoCal Show. It's always a good time to talk about ways to improve our environment and our planet as a whole. But I thought with the holidays and holiday parties just around the corner, you know, the plates, the plastic forks, the napkins, the cups, the wrapping paper, I thought no better time than to prepare to not be wasteful. The nonprofit organization Habits of Waste is all about spreading that message year round as they are focused on changing people's daily habits by encouraging everyone to rethink wasteful behavior. This is huge. Their mission Clean up the planet one habit of waste at a time. They've got incredible, valuable tips and campaigns in place uh, that are already making a big difference, but they'll be even more impactful if more of us jump on board and help fuel real change by being less wasteful. So let's dive in with their founder. She's on the phone with me. Hi, Sheila Moravati. Hi, Sheila. Uh Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me today. Of course. I know it's been a while since we've had you uh, back on the show, but my gosh, I think about you every time I reuse something, especially I will reuse the same plastic fork I have in the studio for my lunch every day. I keep it here. Gosh, I think I've already had it going on a couple months, the same plastic fork. I hope to use it. I'll just keep using it, the same fork, one plastic fork until that sucker breaks. (laughs) Every time I reuse something, I think of you because you were so inspiring last time we spoke. So I'm hoping for that same inspiration to get out there and into the world today as we talk about all that and also how your journey began. You know, you're a busy local mom and then you became kind of this uh, environmental crusader and you got so passionate about making a difference on behalf of our environment. You spearheaded the historic ban on single-use plastic straws and cutlery in the city of Malibu, but then, you know, by doing that, it implemented massive change that spread throughout so many restaurants and businesses, and it got people thinking, as do so many of the suggestions, the powerful suggestions on your website, habitsofwaste.org, to help fuel change. If we could just implement or think about doing a few of these things in our daily lives, it will make a positive impact on our environment. It will. So thanks for making your suggestions easy and, and not, you know, overwhelming. Like, you have to change your whole life right now to save the world, you know, just a bit. One thing at a time, and it will make a difference. I think looking around, I know everybody's so busy, and people are just trying their best to get through the day and put food on the table and make it out there and kind of create a situation where they can just kind of make it through life. And I thought, well, what if we made some systems where it would be easier for everyday people to do better? And that became sort of my focus, especially when I could see that there are some things we could all do to really make it better. So I think that was my mission for sure. And I'm happy that some of them have have really worked and made a huge impact on this planet. Like helping to stop the wastefulness of everybody using them, throwing away plastic straws over and over again at local restaurants and local businesses. You spearheaded that historic ban on single-use plastic straws and cutlery, so starting with the city of Malibu, and then it spread like crazy, having lasting impact. Yeah, that was the first one in, in our in the in the history books. Um, I just thought, well, if the city of Malibu does it, I think the world will hear about it. And being a beach community, they know think firsthand how much single-use plastic is on the beach and in the water. And I think the community there was just fed up with it. And I thought, well, what if we created a, a ban? And so they said, come on in, let's go, let's talk about it. And so I went to the city council meeting and I talked about this idea and they were really open. And it was just like we worked together as a team and we came up with the, the gold standard for single-use plastic straw bands. And to this day, you know, there's many cities adopting their similar bands based on what Malibu did. So it was a really big win. 
and I'm super proud of it. It's like, yay! One little, you know, right? A little, a, a small feat, but a big win, like you said, that spread to other cities. So when we go to restaurants and they offer you a bit of the, the squishy biodegradable straw, you're like, hey, Sheila helped start that. So, right? <laughs> yes, I have many friends who contact me about their squishy straws and tell me how <laughs> annoying it is, but they're grateful at the same time. Yeah, I feel better about it. I'm like, you know, and then I'm like, maybe I should just learn how to sip from the actual cup like a real grown-up. Come on. Who needs this? That is a- an option. That is <laughs> a good option. Yeah. And like you said, Sheila, you know, it starts with just trying to integrate one or two changes in your life to have a positive impact on our environment, like saying no to plastic forks when you do to-go orders or have food delivered. I have forks at home. I don't need any more. I have a fork in my purse and here at work that I just try to reuse the same one all the time. I don't need more. Make sure you tell them I don't need it. Please, no extra forks, no extra silverware, no extra pre-wrapped thing in the napkin. Every time you do food to go, say no to the extra cutlery. You don't need it. Yeah, that cutout cutlery campaign we started was all about that. We got every single food delivery application on board to change their default settings so that no one receives plastic cutlery unless they ask for it. And since this passed in all the food delivery apps, uh, we were also able to get a law passed in the state of California. And that has really led to over a billion pieces of plastic cutlery being removed from the waste stream because no one even asked for them. So the food delivery applications were shocked. The restaurants were happy because they were saving so much money. And it was a win-win for everybody. So those are the systems that I I get really excited about because they change it so that you don't even have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And I just love that when that happens. Yeah. And God forbid somebody's lazy and they're just so used to putting extra silverware in your to-go bag or for your food delivery. Just again, the more you refuse it, you get in the habit of refusing it and you're reminding the people giving you the food, oh, right, I shouldn't be so wasteful. They don't want to be wasteful. I shouldn't be wasteful either. I think it's super important to like keep up with it because this is going to take a while for it to become a habit. You know, it does really, it's shifting a massive, massive organization to do something different. So if the restaurant does end up putting in the cutlery, it's really nice if you could just call them and say, hey, I know you guys are busy, but if you could please consider just looking at the order next time and making sure you don't put the plastic cutlery in for customers who don't need it, mm-hmm. that would be a huge help. And the more people that do that, the more they're going to let that habit stick. So it's going to take some time, but it's going to take all of us to kind of just contribute a little bit and, and take that extra moment to make that phone call. Sheila's website is habitsofwaste.org, and there's so many great suggestions on there that, again, if you just do one or two, just start with one or two, it will have an impact on our environment here locally and our on our planet as a whole. Talk about your eight meals a week challenge. I love this because I stopped eating meat years ago and then I've, I've slowly slidden back in, but I'm trying to get other people on board to just, we don't need it every day. Eating less meat, if we all just ate even just a little bit less meat, it will make a difference. And there's so many great delicious choices instead of it. It'd be easy to swap out some meals. So yeah, talk about your eight meals a week challenge. Yeah, I mean, 97% of our population um, is not vegan. And getting 97% of our entire population around the world to go vegan fully is a very big undertaking. So I saw a study that said if we even ate 40% less animal protein or products, we can actually combat climate change. And I was so inspired by that. So I thought I would make it um, a more kind of approachable campaign. And so I calculated 40% of the 21 meals we eat in a seven-day week, and it's about eight meals. So I thought, let's start there. And so we made an app that goes along with it for free to help people kind of plan out their meals and see how they can do it. And it's really interesting to see how many people have emailed us saying, hey, I started with the eight meals challenge. And now guess what? I'm up to 12 or I'm up to 15. And I'm fully vegan. And I, it just, it's like a really good gateway to 
going into this without the all or nothing mentality because we really do believe in imperfect environmentalism. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can just start somewhere, anywhere. Yeah. And to be honest, if you can't even do eight meals, that's okay. Start with one. There is just do something. Take one step forward. We know the hashtag Meatless Monday. So even no meat on Mondays, start with no meat on Mondays. But a, Sheila's suggestion is to swap out eight of your meals throughout an entire seven-day period for something containing no meat. And there's so many delicious options out there. Um, it could be a fun challenge to challenge yourself. And if, again, you can do it, get your family to do it, get some other, you know, spread the word on social media, get others to give it a shot. Like she's saying, it could be super easy and a challenge to eat something tasty that's different, you know, switch up your game. And I'm so down with the plant-based foods. There's so many delicious options out there. So I think it'd be a fun challenge to get folks on board with. And hey, if it helps our environment and affects the planet in a positive way, even more incentive to get on it. Yeah, it's easier than ever. It's easier than ever before because of all the options that are out there, especially in Southern California. So we're lucky. Okay, so again, on her website, habitsofwaste.org, looking at our daily behaviors, looking at how we can just make a few little changes. It'll have a massive impact if we all can kind of just chip in and do our part. Uh, your your campaign, hashtag cut out calorie, we talked about. Uh, eight meal, The eight meals a week challenge. I like this one. You talk about lights, camera, plastic. I know we're still on strike. The actors and all, they're trying to work out their deal. But once everyone does go back to work, it's interesting your point. She brings up on her website of the representation of so much plastic on TV shows and in movies. If we could change that to a more reusable vibe, that's also setting a really good example for folks to hopefully follow. And, you know, showing a better example as to how we can better take care of our planet by being less wasteful. Yeah, because it's like smoking took a nosedive after Hollywood removed it from screens. And I thought, well, what if we did that with plastic? Because there's only so much lawmaking we can do. So simultaneously, we have to shift the value system within our culture. So I thought if we start to ask, you know, Hollywood to start putting up reusables or sustainable options instead of single-use plastic, perhaps that will subliminally start to inspire society to do the same. And studies show that that actually does work and media really does impact our behavior. So it was a it was a really interesting undertaking. And luckily, we got some huge productions within Hollywood to join in. We're actually honoring Universal Pictures, Sam Enoch, next week and his um, his participation and, and adoption of Lights, Camera, Plastic through their Greener Light program. It's like, it's incredible to see this very small community of Hollywood that, that actually in, impacts 6 billion television and film watchers around the world. So we can do better. We can use that, that avenue as a way to inspire better behavior around the world. Pretty, it's pretty remarkable. To see someone on screen using a reusable coffee cup just that one little example could kind of make someone think oh yeah everyone's doing it right the cool kids are doing it so oh yeah yeah they're doing it sure i'll give it a try and we even we even expanded it into sports too because so many of our idols are sports heroes and, and athletes so we're doing lights camera plastic sports edition as well and the listeners right now can go on our website and actually make their voice heard with this pre-written email that you just click once and it goes to every single possible league out there in um in the sports industry to get those those sidelines swapping for reusable alternatives so the athletes can rehydrate with a sustainable vessel 
successful and set oh, that example. There you go. So Sheila's made it easy for you to be part, to make your voice heard. Again, on her website at habitsofwaste.org. I love that. Another life change that uh, Sheila is asking you to consider. Why are we buying all this bottled water? So much waste. Buy new water and all this plastic. So much plastic being wasted. If you buy one bottle or have a reusable bottle, just keep refilling that one container with tap water over and over. It's so much better for you. Saves money and it helps to save our planet. We're throwing away one million plastic bottles per minute. It's astonishing. And we're only able to recycle 9% or really less, actually. So we have to do better. It's just the only way. It, it cannot continue like this. So I, I hope that the listeners out there will hear those stats and say, I don't want to be a part of that anymore and consider using a reusable um, and using filtered water. There's so much. We're so lucky in this country to have clean filtered tap water that, you know, is, is great. And a lot of times those plastic bottle companies are just putting filtered tap water in the plastic bottles anyway mm. to save some money that way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your, your campaign. Hashtag rethink tap. And I'm down with the tap water. So even in restaurants, right? I don't even need the bottled water. Tap is fine. Yeah, the re- the Rethink Tap campaign is really an opportunity for you to learn about your tap water because I think that so many people are just afraid to even try. And it's important to take a look and see what is it actually that I'm I'm being offered before you say no to it. And I think that's that's the purpose of that is that, you know, your city is obligated to share all the details of the water and we show you how to get in there and learn about it. That's what it's all about, right? Empowering ourselves with the information and then maybe using that information to, to make better choices. Okay, another campaign that Sheila suggests to help our environment, bars over bottles, meaning bars of soap over bottles of stuff in the bathroom. There's so many bottles of stuff in the bathroom, like shampoos and conditioners and bubble bath and hair products. My gosh. Yeah, that's another one where I, I go into Target or CVS and stuff and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, my goodness, there's no option here that's not plastic. So it's really about giving consumers a choice. And so we started this campaign to reach out to the biggest, biggest beauty companies in the world, like L'Oreal, Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, you name it, and telling them like, put some R&D dollars towards some either bar versions of your shampoos and conditioners, or even just a refill model, something better than plastic shampoo bottle or conditioner bottle or something. So let's see if there's a way that they can start to put something out there for all of us. And it's working. I've already talked to L'Oreal. They're on board. They, They love the campaign and they're listening. So the more of us that start asking for things, the better our chances are of being provided with better choices. And it's it's just, it's going to take all of us. We really believe in the top down, bottom up approach. If we don't make our voices heard, the companies won't know what we want in order to make the changes happen. And believe me, they are watching like hawks to see what the trends are. So we have to make a change as well. But that's what it's about. Us making little changes, start with little changes that can have a big impact and improving our environment and life here on this planet. So many great suggestions and a wealth of information on Sheila's website, habitsofwaste.org, that can show us how to conserve in all kinds of areas of our lives from food waste. We talked about water, right? More tap water, less bottled water, way less bottled water. How to lessen your part in terms of air pollution, how to conserve energy, why it's important to say no to palm oil that's causing so much deforestation. Palm oil is like in a ton of foods that you don't even know what's in there. We don't need it. And it's hurting our planet. Reusable bags at the grocery store do make a difference. Don't forget to bring your own bags at the grocery store. All that and so much more that Sheila's trying to put out into the world to make it a better place. And Sheila, I just want to say... 
Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Thank you, Trailblazer Sheila. Thank you for all that you do, Sheila Moravati. And again, all the info on her website and on their uh, Instagram, by the way, How Changers, Habits of Waste Changers, How Changers on the gram and then on the website, habitsofwaste.org. Just take a look through when you start looking through all the options, all the choices, all the campaigns, all the suggestions. You'll be empowered to immediately make one little change. Start with one and then hopefully you'll grow to two or three. And next thing you know, you'll be spreading that to your uh, people who you live with and maybe people at work and people that you know. And if we can all do a little bit of something, we can make a difference. And just, again, feeling better about our contributions to our environment and our planet and our world. Come on, guys. We can start today. Sheila Moravati, Habits of Waste. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do, Sheila. Yeah, thank you so much, Lisa. This has been amazing, and and I appreciate you uh, seeing the work we're doing and valuing it and sharing it with your listeners.